Hey guys, welcome back to Wifely Wisdom. So, I know it's been a little while, but I am back and I'm back with the action packed. I don't know. Well, you know, anyways, I'm back with the cool message uh, because the last time we spoke, it was really about, you know, that self-made woman. You know, we spoke about, you know, why it can be a little hard for a successful woman to stay married and the keys to do so. Um, really, it was all about changing your mindset. But in doing that, I really wanted to give, you know, a part two, if you will, a part two of really talking about um, the Proverbs 31 woman, because success is not ungodly. Sometimes, you know, just like society can make it seem like, you know, independent woman, self-sufficient, I can do it on my own, it's good when it's not. We can also, you know, make it seem that being a successful woman is not godly when it is, okay? And I really wanted to really break down Proverbs 31. You know, ever so often, if you've been following with me, you'll know ever so often I break down a chapter by the grace of God, right? We'll break down a chapter and really kind of um, incorporate it into our lives as women, as wives. And, you know, sometimes it, you know, really could be for both, um, sexes. It really doesn't matter, but I would really, but this is more of a virtuous wife. And I want to break down Proverbs 31, um, verses 10 to 31. And I believe that the last time we did, I also want to incorporate this into a challenge, right? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and so we'll talk about the challenges. God gives me the revelation on that further along, but right now I want to start breaking it down. And I just pray for the revelation. And I pray that this really blesses you all. Like I'm praying it's going to bless me. Okay. Okay, so let's start breaking it down. First of all, when we talk the, we talk about Proverbs 31 woman, they talk about a virtuous wife, right? They talk about a virtuous wife. We all attain to be a virtuous wife, right? We all attain to be virtuous, right? Now, what is virtuous? Virtuous meaning um, righteous, good, ethical, upstanding, right thinking, clean, blameless, honest, just, right? So that is what the Bible says as a wife could, should be. You know, I find that, you know, for us, we kind of really got the blueprint, right? That's the beauty about the word of God. We really, as wives, really have the blueprint of what it means to be a wife. And so let's break it down. It says, um, I'm going to read the whole thing first and then we're going to break it down. Okay, we'll go through it really quickly. This is the new King James Version. You know, feel free to pause it and read along with me if you would like. So it says, who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her so he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like mer the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maid servants. She considers a field and buys it. For from her profit, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arm. She perceives she perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hand to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hand to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She, she, she shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rises up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her own works Praise her in the gates. Amen. Amen. Now, I don't know about y'all, right? But that thing blessed me. Y'all know, know how I get, right? 
that thing blessed me. Okay? So let's break it down. We, the Bible shows us that God desires for us to be a virtuous wife, okay? So when you're a wife, the best wife you can be is virtuous, right? And so I, I implore you that if you are a woman, listen to this. If you're with your girlfriends, listen to it. If you're with your husband, please listen to it. This is really a good one to listen to your husbands because these are prayer points. He can pray for you as well because truthfully, we, you know, everybody can use some prayer, okay? Everybody. All right. Some Holy Spirit filled pray. Okay. You know, let's be real. Let's say that. Okay. But let's break it down. It says verse 10, who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies. So what does this tell us? A virtuous wife, a, a, a noble wife, an honest wife, a good wife, a just wife. She is priced far above rubies. See, what does that tell us? That lets us know that rubies, first of all, rubies are very expensive, right? But her worth is priced far above rubies. rubies. So we can break this down in any kind of way. What this means is as a woman, we are a helpmeet, right? We were placed on this earth to be a help because inside of us, we have multi-million dollar ideas that you can take the money away, but you can't take the anointing away. So what that lets us know is that if we are edified properly, right? If we are cultivated, we, have, we, we can birth success for the man. Come on, somebody. See, it's a... It, ooh, I got preachery, didn't I? I'm sorry. You know, I'm just... Let me not apologize, but I have to say that, right? The, the, the ruby, right, is the high price. But that... But the, the woman, the virtuous wife... She, hers keep going over and over and over and over. She can keep reaping. She can keep sowing. She can keep harvesting. She can keep harvesting. Her ideas are, are fruitful. It, it, it ever it, fruitful, fruitful, fruitful for whomever she's a help to. Okay, that is what a wife is. See, remember they said, "Who he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord." Now we've talked about that. I believe in the um. I have to check, but I believe it's the episode we talked about like a home, right? And a counseling. Is counseling a good thing? So check that one out. It was really good. But we have to remember that a wife, she is a virtuous wife, excuse me, is her worth is far above rubies. What a wife can provide for a husband is, um, it, it's, uh, listen, money holds no, no match to it, Right? Okay. Now, of course, it's up to the husband to appreciate the wife in that. But that's why as why we pray that he does so that he can really get the benefit because. Uh, well, well, let me let me pause on that. We'll go to 11. The heart of her husband safely trusts her so he will have no lack of gain. What does that mean? The heart of her husband safely trusts her so he will have no lack of gain. The, I have to say one more time, y'all. The heart of her husband safely trusts her so he will have no lack of gain. He who, and I'm going to go back to the other verse. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So it is very important. And this, if you are a couple listening to this together, please, husbands, I pray that you get this. It's very important that you trust what God is giving you. If God is giving you a wife, you cannot stifle her. You must pray for her. Wash her with the water of the word because and edify her. Because at, in doing that, what you are doing, you will never have you will never have lack. And if you're a wife listening, I want you to pray, ask God, make you ask God if, if there's anything that is stifling your purpose, if there's anything that's stifling you, if your husband is filled with intimidation, ask God to break that off of him. Because just like you, let me tell you something, just like you're the help me, he has to be helping you in order to help him. Sometimes the enemy kind of comes in and throws jealousy and intimidation and, and just pride and religiousness and all these different things that'll keep the woman stifled and bound. There's so many multi-million dollar ideas that are inside of a woman specifically for her husband. And sometimes the husband will muzzle her because of his own brokenness. And so what I want you to do, if you're a wife listening, that if your husband lacks, 
If you have a husband who lacks, if your household lacks in something, right? Because it says... He'll have, he, so he will have no lack of gain. God is not double-minded. God is a promise keeper. His word is law. His word is the truth. So if the, if the husband trusts his woman, his wife, he won't lack anything. He won't lack no good thing. If he trusts in his wife, he won't lack. If his heart safely trusts her, he won't lack. Right? And so what you want to do as we're going down, make sure and pause on this and write these down so there's something you can pray about. You want to ask God if there's any brokenness. Maybe you have betrayed your husband's trust at some point, right? Maybe you've gotten it wrong, right? Or maybe because of childhood traumas, he just can't trust. It's hard for him to trust the woman. Whatever it is, ask God to heal his heart so that he can safely trust in you and ask God to make you someone who is trustworthy, right? Very important. Next verse. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. So what does that say? A virtuous wife will do her husband good and not evil. What are examples of evil? Talking about him, disrespecting him, cheating on him, lying to him, lying on him, demeaning him, being impatient with him, um, uh, being angry with him, you know, yell, you know, just yelling at him. Right. These are all evil things. Now, this is not to condemn because guess what? This is why we're learning this right now so that we can boldly come before the throne of grace through Christ Jesus to our Lord and Savior and we can repent and change. And turn from those wicked ways. It's totally okay, you know? So if you're not, if you have done evil and you have not repented, and, and listen, we're not, we're not going to always get it right, but guess what? Repent consistently when you're repenting and, and I'll, and I'll get to that a little bit later of how to, what makes it easier to get through this, but repent, right? Also, she seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ship. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She can, and I'll pause. No, I'll keep going. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her with and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. Now let's pause. Now, once again, we spoke last week about that independent self-made woman, that mindset and how it has to shift. But this time we're talking about shifting it into a godly way. It says right here that a virtuous wife, she works. She willingly works with her hands. She's willingly working. She's willingly trying to do stuff to provide income to her family. She's trying to do stuff to provide substance to her family, right? She is rising while it is yet night. That means she's, she's when her family is asleep, she's, she's rising while it provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservant. So we can take this in a literal term and a physical term. That means while it is still night, she is praying. She is covering her household in prayer. She is praying for her household and for her servants, right? So she is a praying woman. She is working. She considers the fields and buys it. From her prophet, she plants a vineyard. So this woman has a, 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 a virtuous woman. She has good business sense. She's smart. She knows how to move and groove. She can even invest. She's a good investor. She considers the fields and buys it. She knows how to flip that money, right? Because from her prophets, she plants a vineyard. From her prophet, she can plant vineyard. From her prophet, she can even make more profits. A, 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 a Proverbs 31 woman, a virtuous 31 woman. If that, if you talk, if when you discuss, when you, when you speak about this, that's letting us know she is very successful. 
She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. That means that she's still working. It doesn't matter what the time is. She's making sure that everything is done. She's setting her businesses in order and making sure everything is done. And so I want to take some time because sometimes as wives, you know, and and if you're not a wife, don't be alarmed. Like, don't be afraid to get married. Listen, God made this in us. Sometimes we can get lazy. It's normal. And sometimes we can, you know, low self-esteem, feeling unworthy. Maybe you, you you know, when you're an entrepreneur, listen, sometimes you're not going to always get it right. And maybe you felt, you know... I don't know, you know, you felt like a failure, you know, you were too, uh, you're fearful to get out there and try it again, I don't know, but keep on going, you understand? Don't get afraid of this message because what this is showing you is that you actually have the grace to do these things. All you have to do is go before God and ask God to ignite that fire back in you as a wife. Because as a wife, we each have things, multiple things that I don't know, that are keys to multiple success. There are women out there who they may have thought, there are women out there who, you know, um, don't they, they they started somewhere that all of a sudden from that one little thing they're good at they start branching out and building more and building more and building more this is what god has given us god has given the wife the ability to really have success and what i think is and we literally and literally in proverbs 31 i'm not and you know listen i have to i haven't read the whole bible so i'm gonna be careful my next sentence here but i can but i can say is that as women we have clear instructions here which are which is a good thing because it's letting us know like no we actually have it in us to be successful we have it in us to be successful they are literally housewives who their their job is their children and they have made it they have made like so many different things for their blogs for their children their children has like become successful and from that success alone they have gone out and made multiple streams of income helping other women you know we as 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 godly women we have the ability to do that we have the ability to be successful Sometimes life can hit you. I understand that. But I want this to encourage us, all of us, to go back out there and go and do it again. This is your this is your task. This is who this is what you have the you have the grace to do this. You have the grace to do it. Sometimes, listen, you have those people who work, you know, if you work a 9 to 5, if you work, you know, odd hours, if you work a a job working for somebody else, guess what? You still can go and do your thing. I was just reading about a successful woman and she spoke about there was times she would come home and then she would make sure everybody was good and then she would get and, and start doing her business we have that grace to do that we have the grace to do that as a proverbs 31 woman you have the grace to have to build success you have the grace to build success you bring your food from afar they said she's like merchant ship she brings her food from afar it's not just local businesses you have stored in you you can go international a woman's grace, a woman's, we have, we are so successful in our own might. That's why even if you look at it, you know, as the, we're not, listen, the agenda to break a man down, there's so many successful women. And then and that's the, and, and even when you tie into the, the, um, first segment of that, in, that independent mindset, right? The woman who feel like she's too good, right? The woman who feels like, listen, you know, I'm a millionaire by, all by myself is because really as Proverbs 31 women, we have that, we, we have that anointing, that wealth anointing. It is on us. Sometimes things may have happened that'll keep us down, depression, oppression. But I'm here to tell you today that we can, we have the authority to go before God and ask God to deliver us from it so that we can go out and do what God has called us to do. Success is not ungodly. The love of money is ungodly, right? Trying to say that we've done it ourselves is ungodly. Putting money before God is ungodly. But having money is not ungodly. And Because if it was, it wouldn't be in Proverbs 31. It wouldn't be in Proverbs 31. We have the authority to do these things. We have the grace to do these things. 
It said, listen, she rises, she also rises while, while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portion for her maidservants. That food that, 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 that give us our daily bread, right? That, that food we need. She's praying over her household while it is still night. The sun didn't come up and she is up praying for her household. Because we don't, we don't leave God out of anything, right? We don't leave God. We have the grace to go and get this done. And so let's keep going. She, um, she stretches out her hand to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. So she's doing the work with her hands. She's so she's doing the work. We have the we have such good. I mean, we, we really have. We have. Let me tell you about a woman. Oh goodness. A woman, right? <laughs> when you look at the 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 when we break down Proverbs thirty one, and the, the 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 funny thing is, is we didn't even finish yet, right? But it says that. Um, we are help. We, we are first of all, we are help me to our husband. So we have ideas that can help him make a lot of money. But the thing about it is, is we also have ideas and the giftings that will allow us to make a lot of money for our household. So what does that say? Do you know the amount of knowledge that's inside of you? But because of that little demon of doubt, that demon of what other people think, that demon of pride, that, 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 that demon of poverty feeling like, well, if I invest this, I won't have this as if God is not our provider. It causes us to limit ourselves. But it stops today. It stops today. It stops today. And so... You know, it's so funny because I, I, I honestly had an idea of what I wanted our next challenge to be. But I thank God because I feel another one coming on. All right. It's going to work. It's going to work. I'm telling you. Let me tell you. We, we got this, y'all. So anyways, she extends her hands to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. That's that's principle. When you're a virtuous woman, you help those who need help. She extends her hands out to the poor. She reaches out her hands to the needy. You don't just wait for somebody to come to you saying, I need help. No, you, you help those because you understand that a woman of God explained this. Um, she explained that she said, when you are giving alms, which is meaning helping the poor, it's like you're lending to God. God is paying you back. And that's not the exact reason why we do it, knowing that God is going to pay us back. But we do it because we are helping. You're extending out. When was the last time you reached out to somebody saying, hey, is everything good? Do you need something? Are you okay? I'm sure that there's something that somebody needs. It says, do they need prayer? Do they need food? Are their children good? Do they need, um, do they need help filling out job applications? Do they need help? You know, do they, do they need a prayer partner for, for a period of time? Do they need, um, you know, toiletries? Do they need some money? Do they need a gas car? You know, whatever you can do, extend your hand out. Don't just wait for them. Listen, if you ain't coming to me, then I don't know what to tell you, right? No, that's not how it goes. Extend yourself. Help those, help them. They said, let me tell you, treat those like you want to be treated. Like, how would you want to be treated in that situation? Sometimes it's not easy for people to come to people say, hey, I need help. That kid's humbling, especially when you, if you fall in hard times and you're not used to it, or if you're tired of being, whatever the case is, extend your hand out and ask for help. I mean, and offer help. This is biblical. Act, offer help. Maybe you can, listen, do you, hey, do you, hey, how you doing? Can I babysit your children so you can just have a moment to yourself? You know, if, if you're in that person's trust circle like that. Hey, what's going on? Maybe you and your husband need a break. You know, I'll watch your kids for, you know, these are things that you can help. I'll extend your help. When was the last time you helped somebody? When was the last time you helped, you reached out and, and, and was a help? It's not all the, yes, you, yes, we help with money. I want to be very clear about that. Yes, we help with money. If you feel like you can't change your mindset, yes, we help with money. But what about the other ways of serving? Help. Extend your hand and help. 
okay? She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household is clothed with scarlet. Now, I just got the revelation about a few minutes ago, right? When I was like, wait a minute, scarlet? Y'all, what y'all think scarlet is? She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household is clothed in scarlet. Here's my revelation. She is not afraid of the snow. So she is not afraid of bad times. She's not afraid of, you know, things that could kind of limit them. She's not afraid of, you know, not so good weather. She's not afraid of the cold. She's not afraid of bad things happening because her family is covered with the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over our family. The blood, which is a protection. Her family is clothed with the blood of Jesus. Y'all, that, was, that hit me, right? Let's keep going. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. So her, when we look back, purple was kind of royalty, right? Regal, right? She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. God, what, let me tell you something. We are children of God. They, God, how we dress matters to God. How we dress is important. As we are doing, as we, we about to get into that challenge, or like, I can't wait. <laughs> but <laughs> as we get into this challenge, I want us, I want us to seriously, um, I want us to, to, to take a moment, Right? Take a moment and ask God, hey God, how do you want me to dress? How do you want me to dress? And let's say God begins to show you, because I, I'm just giving examples. I'm not saying this is the case, but begins to show you like expensive wear, certain expensive things. And let's say your bank account doesn't represent that. What do you do? You start rejoicing because that lets you know if God wants you to wear dress a certain way that requires expensive wear and your bank account doesn't match, that means God is elevating you. So your prayer is like, God, I thank you. So just show me what to do to get to that place in Jesus name. Right. Okay. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. So her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. What does that mean? That means that her husband's reputation matters. The, the, the husband of a virtuous wife, his reputation matters. So what does that mean? If your husband is known for good things, round of applause to you. But if he's not known for good things, if he's known for bad things or known to, to, to you know, if, if he's laughed at, if he's mocked. First of all, that can be another reason why that if, if, your, if your husband has attitudes, if your husband's going through things, he could really be suffering with that. Guess what? It's OK, because you know what? We have the we have the power to go and the authority to go before God and ask God to rearrange and change some things. We can pray for them. We can make sure that we're praying for them. We can make sure that we're praying for their reputation, that they that they're known, that that any um, spirit of shame, any anything that will um, any filthy rags, right? Any any lies, anything that is mess that is giving them a bad rap. Anything that they have done to give them a bad rap, we can go before God and ask God to really move in that situation. It's super, I, I mean, it, it is like, really, we can do that. That's the authority we have as their wives. That, and that is another way of helping them is by praying for them. Another way of helping them is that if we see something is wrong there, we can pray for them. If, if, they're, be, if they're not being respected by their peers, we can pray and ask God to shift those things. Okay. Okay. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she makes linen garments and sells them. So we talk like, okay, y'all. The way a wife is set up. So not only is she doing so much stuff, you mean to tell me we have the merchant anointing too? You mean to tell me that as a virtuous wife, it's not only a select few that can sell things, can, can have stores? You mean to tell me that you too 
sister, whoever's listening, that you can go out and start selling products too, that there is a product in your belly that can be sold? You mean to tell me that you can sell too and on top of that beautiful voice that you have, on top of that IT knowledge that you carry that can make millions, on top of those anointed um, penmanship, on top of that speaker's voice that can sell, you mean to tell me you also have the merchant anointing to be able to sell products too? Girl, friend, let me tell you something. You better go ahead and start making this money, Okay. Strength and honor, we're on 25, y'all, so. <laughs> Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in times to come. So what does that say? Strength and honor is your clothing. As women, we are meant to be strong. I mean, think about it. If you have given birth, I don't know no man that could do that. And I can stand boldly and say that, that type of pain, right? But strength. We have the we have that anointing to be strong. If you think about it, you mean to tell me, right? Um <laughs> that a woman can get up that she is a a, a a wife, excuse me. She's a wife. So she is to help, she's to bring food to her household, she's to cover, pray for her household, whether her household household, excuse me, is just her and her husband, or her, her husband, her children, or her, her husband, her children, her parents, or her, her husband, her children, her parents, and her serve, you know, the servants, whatever the case is, she can pray for them. She could work until she can work past nighttime. She can still do her duties as a wife, right? She can still please her husband. She can still please um, have time for herself and she and 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 get all of that done. And and so I'm not we didn't even discuss where sleep fits into all of this, but that is grace on it. But let's remember something. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens her, strengthens us, right? So the strength and honor are her clothing. What does that mean? We abide in Christ. We are literally hiding behind Christ. When we as women, we are doing it as not by our might nor by our strength, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are literally doing it in Christ. We can we we don't have to do it in our own might. Strength and honor are our clothing. Can nobody in your own might doing it like that? That's it. And if you do, you can find yourself being run ragged. But no, and when you are doing it in the will of God, when you are doing it in Christ, when you are pleading Philippians four thirteen, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Christ, I I, I need you to strengthen me. I, I'm God. I need the grace to go forward this day to do everything you called me to do. Guess what? You can do it. And here's some ways to combat that. One big way to combat that is not to come plain what are ways you can well I need this I need it I need this in order to do this I need this in order to do that I need this no well this is too much well I'm too tired oh this is going on or everybody can sleep no don't complain because what you're doing is you're taking Christ out of the equation no you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you and even better if you feel yourself getting like that God remove any bitterness any jealousy any envy any anything that's in me any laziness any slothfulness They said slothfulness is a sure way to poverty. Anything in me, Father, please remove it from me in the name of Jesus. Right? Father, please remove that from me. But we have the strength. Strength and honor are our clothing. Strength and honor. That is literally Christ Jesus. That is that that is our clothing. That we can really go before God and God knows that we need him. We we can openly admit God. I can God we're this this podcast, this episode, this episode is showing me a lot, Father. So God, I'm telling you, God, I need you today. I need you to be my um shield. I need you to be my clothing. God, I need you to really go forth today because I'm telling you the truth. We're at nine o'clock. That's usually my time to get in that bed, watch a few shows, and take it on to sleep. But Father, you're telling me that I still have the grace to be up and get getting some work done to bring more income from my household. So God, I need you today. Father, you know, I love that snooze button. You know, that snooze button ministry is a big deal to me, but God, you're telling me that I need to rise up while the sun is still down and get up and and be praying over my household. God, I need you today. God, I need it because I literally cannot do it by myself. 
We have the authority to go before God and express our weaknesses because in our weaknesses, he can be, he can really be our strength because strength and honor is the, the woman's clothing, right? She opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches, oh, and this is um, verses 26 and 27, by the way. She, uh, she watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Okay. <laughs> so she opens her mouth with wisdom. Hey, wisely wisdom, right? So a virtuous woman, she's a wise woman. And on her tongue is the law of kindness. So what does that mean? You know, we always, we talked about the power of the tongue. So a woman, she's careful with her words. She knows when to speak and when not to speak, right? And wisdom is on her tongue. She has wisdom, right? And so it's okay because God allows us. He said, listen, ask, and you don't got to ask for it. So if if there's something that you need wisdom for, ask God for it. God, I need wisdom in this area. I need wisdom as a wife. I need wisdom as an entrepreneur. I need wisdom as a mother. I need wisdom as a daughter. Father, I need wisdom as a businesswoman. I need wisdom. I need wisdom to be a friend. God, I need wisdom, right? And on her tongue is the law of kindness. So you mean it's a virtuous woman is kind. And I don't know about you, but it's easy to not, it's easy to be unkind, especially when somebody pisses you off. But her tongue is the law of kindness. What does that mean? That means that kindness, that law of kindness, it, it, it brings it brings honor to her. That law of kindness can change souls. It can it can save lives. That law of kindness is really what God desires of women. Now, I don't want to offend no folks up in here, right? But no, it's important. The love, kindness on your tongue is what God desires of us. Did you know that? Okay. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. It is, I don't know about you, right? But sometimes as a woman, it can be like, your mind can be thinking about everything, Going on in your house, every child of yours, your husband, is he okay? Is the children okay? You, 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 you're noticing things. You can see things, right? That, that's not, you're not nuts, right? That is just who God has made you to be. You're always watching over your household. And so the beauty about this is that as you're watching over your household and you see something is wrong, you can correct it. And so I charge you today, if there is something going on with your children, with your husband, say he's just been really mean or having attitudes or just unnecessarily annoying or, you know, seeming sad or try to just, just kind of not too nice to you. That is an issue. I want you to pray for him. Your children, you know, we've been talking about the children thing, but let's say your children are not uh, let's say your children are not doing what they're supposed to do. I want you to pray for them. Pray for your family. Pray for your children. Pray for them. Look over your household. How are their grades going? How are they acting? How is their behavior? It is a charge to us as women to do this, right? And just not eat the bread of idleness. Now, you know, idleness is just not doing stuff. You can be just watching TV, just letting days go on social media. You know, sometimes you find yourself on social media hour and pass, right? Um, and this is showing you right now. First of all, there's no way we, we have the time to eat idleness, to eat the bread of idleness. This is letting you know that we have too much going on to be idle. We have too much going on to be worrying about what the next person is doing. We have too much going on, right? And so I charge each of us to stop eating the bread of idleness. If you have, eat, if you have taken a bite out of that bread of idleness, I, I, I urge you to stop and ask God for the grace to not pick it up again so that, we, so that you can do everything that God has called you to do so that you can see God. And if you don't know, if, if you can't think of what God has called you to do. that's even more of a reason for you not to eat the bread of idleness and spend time in serious prayer, seeking God on your purpose, seeking God on what he wants you to do. And I'm telling you, God will meet you where you're at. Let's say it says, and we're back to verse 28. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. So what does that say? 
That's that a virtuous woman, her children even um, rise up and call her blessed. So as a virtue, your children should be complimenting you. Your children look up to you. We're doing this. Not it's not about us. But it's for our children. We're doing this for our children. We're doing this so that our children will know that idleness is not okay. Our children will know that success is okay. That if you have sons, that they will know that it is normal for their for their wives to, to be a help to them. It is normal for their wives to be success. It is normal for a wife, a woman to be successful. It is normal for a wife to be able to take care of their children and run a business. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go there. We, it's normal. Right. And if it's if you have a daughter, you know, your daughter will know that it is normal for her to be able to have a business, have a be, have a be respectful and submissive to her husband. Right. Take charge of her business. Pray over her household. Right. Be kind. And that, that, that is something to achieve, too. That is something to achieve, too. We want our children, our children, they rise up. And call us blessed. Our children look up to us. We are actually listen before they give their lives to God. Guess who they're looking up to? So it is our duty. It is our important. It is our duty. Excuse me to really um, show them how to walk this walk. It is our duty to 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 not just tell them how to live, but to be a living proof on how to live. That it is our duty to do that. So make sure that if you're telling your children, you know, um, to make sure you need to be cleaning up, you need to be cleaning up. That means it is your duty to make sure that you are cleaning up. It is your duty to make sure that your room remains clean. If you're telling them for their room to remain clean, you get what I'm saying? If, if, you know, if you are showing them that they have to study and do work, it is your duty to show them that they see that you're always doing, you're working and you're studying and, and, and catching up on new um, ideas that is in your field of, of work, if that is in your field of expertise, that is in your field of entrepreneurship, right? We want to lead by example because our children are looking at us, whether we realize it or not, they are looking at us. And the last thing we want is to, to not lead by example or doing the wrong things. And in their mind, they're like, I'll never be like that. Right. We don't. Mm-mm, that's not us. Let, let that not be our story. Let that not be our children's story. Let us be good examples. Godly, excuse me, godly examples so that when they get up, they will literally not depart from the way God wants them to go. And it says the husband praised them. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. That means it is biblical for a husband to go in about his wife. That our husband should be bragging on us. Let me ask you, does your husband brag on you? Does he have a reason to brag on you? Now, sidebar, if you are one of those wives who have great businesses and your husband don't brag on you and perhaps is jealous of you, don't worry. This we gonna, you know, we that's something to pray about as well, right? But if you're not, if that is not the case, does your husband have something to brag about? It concerns of you. Can he? Can does he have something that he can say? Is there at least one thing, three, th- five things that he can say? I can brag about my wife in this area. Five things. If that's not the case, then we then something we gonna we gotta work on some things. That's okay. Our husbands should be able to brag about us. Listen, hey, my wife, you know, whatever, you know, like my wife, she just closed this multi-million dollar deal. Or my wife just made this grand meal. This meal is amazing. You know, my wife, she just went and did a, a conference and it drove uh, uh, thousands of people out. You know, my wife, she just... um you know, she, she she planned a trip for us and the family and barely and, and, and we had so much fun. I mean, it, I, I'm not telling you that, you know, anything, anything. You know, my wife, she the way she budgets, I don't have to do a thing. I don't have to budget. All I got to do is just give her the things that I want to do and she'll handle it. She'll take care of it. She budgets everything. You know, my wife, I don't have to worry about grocery shopping. She does all the grocery shopping. You know, I come home from a long day where my wife, the home be spick and span clean. Does your husband have anything that he brags about you on? You know, that's something to take into consideration because that is that lets you know that there's some good going on. Right. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. 
but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. And so guess what? Above all of that other stuff, it is about the woman who fears the Lord. So you can be successful. You can be successful. You can be, you can be, um, beautiful, right? But it's about, do you fear the Lord? Do you spend time in God's presence, right? Do you reverence the Holy Spirit? That above all of that, that's what matters. And it says, give her the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. So the stuff that you're doing, God is called, you need the fruit, the fruit of that. No, give her the fruit of her hands. That prop that you may know, you deserve that. Don't see, it says, give her the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Yes. We make sure we help the kingdom of God. We are supposed, we have to do our due diligence. You should be sowing, helping the poor, making sure your children are okay, making sure your husband is straight, your family is good, your parents are good, your in-laws are good. You know, you making sure everything is good, right? But the fruit, you're, yes, you deserve the fruit too. You deserve fruit. You deserve fruit too. So if you're somebody who you don't, you don't, you, you work, you do all of this, but don't do anything good for yourself. Oh no, self-care is good. Self-care is good. And please, if you have not, please listen to that podcast, that episode about self-care. Okay. What they give her the fruit of her hands. You earned it. You deserve it. Especially if you're doing all of that. And so let's just wrap it up. Right. And let her own works praise her in the gate. And so the last challenge we did was tend to your children. Please, 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 if you have not yet listened to that podcast, that episode, please do so tonight or tomorrow morning, okay? I'm telling you, there was some, that was oily, and I'm telling you, the fruit on that was amazing. So if you have not already, please. In that episode, we prayed for our children for an hour straight for a week, in this this time, I know I, I don't believe it's for a week. I think it was wait Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It was like five days. We prayed for hours straight just for our children and no one else. And so this time, right um, now until the following Wednesday, we're gonna pray for our. We're gonna pray for ourselves. We're gonna pray for ourselves as wives. We're going to pray for ourselves as entrepreneurs. We're going to pray for ourselves to, we're going to pray for ourselves and we're going to break down, we're going to break down Proverbs 10 to 31. And so what I would like for you to do is you can pray your own prayers, but if you want to, you can listen to this podcast. And as we break down, as we have broken down every, um, excuse me, and we have broken down every verse or every two, three verses. I want you to pray about those two, three verses. Listen to it, put a pause on it and and start praying. For example, right? Who can find a virtuous wife? She is uh, worth far uh, her worth for her worth is far above rubies the heart of her husband safely trusts her so he will have no lack of gain right so you want at that point you want to put a pause on it and you want to start praying that you're trustworthy you want to start praying that um your husband trusts you you want to go in and ask god if there's some things that he deals with that causes him not to trust you want to ask god to heal him from it you get what i'm saying and you want to spend that day on that and then the next day you will go and and keep doing it for the until Wednesday again. And please, 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 if you have testimony, share it with me, okay? Share it with me. I really want to hear this, okay? It's so, I, I would really love it. If you are a man listening to this and you want to participate, pray for your wife. Take this challenge and pray for your wife because really as wives, we need prayer. It's, you know, we need it. Yes, we are here to pray for you, but really, a, a prayer, a, a, the power of a praying man, forget about it, okay? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> okay, you want to see things shift? <laughs> a power of a praying man? Okay. But listen, but like I said, 
every day until next Wednesday. We'll meet up next Wednesday, right? Via podcast. And then we'll go over it. By then, I'm, I'm excited to hear certain testimonies. I'm excited to hear how you've been. And I'm excited to hear if you've gotten, if God has revealed something to you or if you, you know, anything has shifted and changed in you. I'm excited. I'm very excited. And so let's start today. 30 minutes, 30 minutes each day. Take time to pray for yourself. Break down every day. Take a section from Proverbs 10 to 31 and pray about it. And also, once you prayed about it, make sure you do what you prayed for. Make sure you are following the instructions. And if you find that it's getting hard, say, for instance, you, you God has put it on you and you know you already have a project. You're like, you know, I'm going to complete it. And you get tired. You call on God and ask God for the strength. Say, God, you have clothed me in strength and honor. God, I need your strength today. I need your grace. I need to get through this. So do yourself a favor and do it, right? And so I want to just wrap this up in prayer. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We magnify you. We exalt you. God, we thank you for this um, this, uh, podcast. We thank you for this challenge. We thank you for the testimonies it will bring. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for who you have called a woman to be. We thank you that we, although we can't do it on our own, we thank you for your strength and your mercy and your might and your grace and your that will carry us through this life in the name of Jesus. God, anywhere we have made ourselves an idol, anywhere we have tried to do it in our own might, we surrender right now and give it to you, God. And we, and where there is lack of trust, we ask you, God, to help our unbelief. We ask you, God, to increase our faith in the areas where we have not trusted you before. And God, we thank you. Father God, if there's a time when we have took a, a leap of faith or took some sort of leap and, and the business did not succeed, God, I pray that you will heal those trauma, those traumatic moments for us and give us the will to do it again father god if we are work if there's anyone at the sound of my voice who actually works on another job god i pray that you would give them a double grace to get through it to do what you've called them to do in an in addition to the job that they are working. God, if there's any I can't, I thank you for a move it to we don't have to worry about what we can do, but what you can do through us in the name of Jesus. God, we surrender to you, Abba Father, our will. God, I pray for you to fire up our will to do your work in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Amen. And so if you also, if you haven't yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to pray with you. And so I want you to repeat after me, Lord Jesus, for too long, I kept you out of my life. I know that I'm a sinner and that I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the door when I hear you knocking. By faith, I gratefully receive your gift of salvation. I'm ready to trust you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to earth. I believe you are the son of God who died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Thank you for bearing my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. I believe your words are true. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and be my savior. Amen. And so I'm very excited for you. And for those participating in the challenge, please, please, please email me at wifelywisdom, the number one at gmail.com with testimonies, or you can send me a DM or comment on wifelywisdom1, which is the number one on Instagram. That'll be great. I love y'all in real life. Bye.